Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome on this fabulous Tuesday afternoon to What's the Word. Uh, my name is Shabal John, and I'm very happy uh, for you to join me. Uh, I am very honored and privileged to have uh, Julia May. She is the spokesperson for this for Sam Houston State University. And so, Ms. May, uh, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. No problem. Uh, let's get to, uh, like, first, like, the name of the show is called uh, The Life of a Spokesperson. Uh, what, what does, uh, what's the typical day of a spokesperson? Well, that's the interesting thing about my job is there probably isn't really a typical day. Um, every day is different uh, depending on what's going on on campus. Sometimes it's very routine. It's just a matter of taking care of the calendar, um, getting ready for publicizing events, um, attending meetings, things like that. And then sometimes it's quite hectic if we have an emergency situation on campus. It's a matter of um, getting details from the university police, putting together a message to let the university community know what's going on, um, determining what vehicle to use as far as how we're going to get the message out. So there really is no typical day. It's it's just kind of varied according to what's going on that particular time. Uh, yes, really. Awesome. And, you know, the, like, of course, like, we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, messages, like, for example, like, you know, like if it's like a warning of, of something, you know, we first get, you know, we see it in our emails, like, you know, what is what's that like, you know, to just, you know, to be that, you know, to look, you know, looking out for the welfare of students. Well, it's a big responsibility, of course, because we always, one of the things we're, we're very conscientious about and very serious about is taking the welfare and safety of our faculty, staff, and students, um, making it a priority. And so we have to think about what the situation is, what we need to get out as far as a message, um, how to deliver that message, and then how to make sure it's accurate because we want to make sure that we're giving the most up-to-date and the most accurate information available. Okay. Now, now let's get to uh, the point of how you got to be in this role. Like, you you actually you went to school to, you know, for journalism. Right. And it, yeah. didn't, it didn't quite turn out the way how you expected <laughs> it. Like, what was that, you know, take, take us to that? Well, actually, um, my student advisor is the one who kept telling me, I think you would enjoy public relations. And I would tell him, no, 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 I want to be a newspaper reporter. Or I want to, that's what I want to do. Or I want to, um, you know, have that lifestyle where I'm covering burning buildings and, and reporting on things and, and doing all of this. And he kept telling me that he thought my personality was better suited to public relations. And so once I graduated from college, I actually, well, let me back up, when I was in college, um, still trying to focus on the newspaper route and the news route, um, I served as the news editor of our university student newspaper and loved every minute of that. And then I wanted to kind of branch out 
and make sure that I covered all aspects of media reporting. And so I did my internship at a television station. So, you know, I'm still focusing on being a reporter. But actually, as it turns out, with my job in public relations, both of those experiences has helped me um, tremendously because it has helped me with my writing. Um, it has helped me know that I've only got a few seconds with the um, broadcast media to get the message out. So um, even though uh, all through school I was determined to be a reporter, my first job actually after uh, being offered a couple of jobs in reporting was in public relations. So I thought, well, I'll just try this. I kind of like the the hours and um you know, with with newspaper reporting, it's oh, crazy hours and holidays and weekends and all of that. And this job that I took, you know, I could actually be home on weekends and things like that. And I found that I could still utilize my writing skills and my reporting skills and all of those things that I had enjoyed when I thought I wanted to be a reporter, but I could still utilize them with public relations. So I guess my advisor knew me better than I knew myself. And um, it was just, it was a great experience that I had right out of college, and, and I have continued in with that for, you know, the past 35 years. Yes, that's really interesting because of the fact that, you know, many college students, you know, they think they're going to want to go into this route, but then end up in a different route, you know. And, of course, your university was University of Louisiana Monroe. Uh-huh. That's right. And, you know, that's that's really interesting to hear. You know, why do you think that's the case? Um, I think that we have in our minds um, the, the, a certain way it's supposed to be. And, um, like, for me, the two things that were going on during my time in college, um, the Watergate scandal, which, um, of course, that was, you know, the the news media. They are the ones who brought that to the attention of the public. And so that was it was very exciting to think about what a difference that the media had made in that very um controversial time in in our history. And then the other thing on a lighter note, the Mary Tyler Moore television show was very popular. And of course that was about a, a TV journalist. And, um, you know, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, that looks kind of cool. That looks like something I'd like to do, too. So, you know, being influenced with, with those particular things, um, my advice would be to just get as much experience in different areas, and and you might find that there is a different door that will open for you. Yeah, I definitely concur because, you know, the – you know, like, for example, like MassCom, you know, a lot of people, like, in their time, they can get an experience in public relations, journalism, you know, uh, radio, you know, and it's it's really amazing, you know, but it's, but it's also intriguing to me that not much students take advantage of that because they think, right. you know, just go through the motions of going to classes and and. And another interesting thing is because of the fact that it's not required, you know, and that's 
That's kind of what hurts them. Don't you agree? Oh yes, I totally agree. That's that's um, like I said. One reason I I had a very very good advisor, and um, he advised me. Um, you know, try these different things. Try try different things, and and you know if. If you truly, truly want to be a reporter, that it'll work out that way. That's the way it'll it'll be. But don't just, you know, box yourself into one area that you that you think that's what you want to be without giving these other things a try. All right. Yeah. And um, now I have a question. Like, how did you end up with Sam? Uh, that um. That was actually my husband's doing. Um, we were li- living in Louisiana. Um, we were both, Sam, uh, I'm sorry, Northeast, at the time it was called Northeast Louisiana. It's now University of Louisiana at Monroe. Uh, we were graduates. He had taken a job there as a, uh, he has his degree, he has an undergraduate and master's degree in law enforcement and criminal justice and was working um, as a policeman there in Monroe and had this opportunity to come to Sam Houston um, for a program they were doing training um, law enforcement officers. So um, just like a newspaper reporter, the life of a policeman can be very demanding as far as the hours and um the holidays and the weekends and all of that, and a lot of his time was spent actually in court testifying. So, you know, he he saw that this opportunity also uh, gave him a chance to have some weekends and holidays and family time. And by that time, we had started our family. We had a, a, a baby boy. And so when he saw the opportunity to take this job, which was an advancement in his career as well, um, we decided to move to Huntsville, so we did, and he went to work at Sam Houston in the in the program, and um, I stayed home for a while, and then uh, kind of got the bug to to go back and do some of the things that I'd wanted to do, and so I applied to work at Sam Houston, and was very very fortunate to get a job, and have been here for it'll be thirty three years next month. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's really amazing. And um, of course, so, you know, a lot, you know, the perception of Huntsville is that, you know, it's, uh, you know, the prisons and everything. But a lot of people don't understand that it's, I mean, I was that way thinking, you know, that this town's boring. There's nothing much mm-hmm. to do. But I guess so, you know, since being here for so long, you know, I've, I've seen that you really got to look, and I uh, and I see now that there's plenty of stuff to do, you know, oh, and yes. plenty of opportunities, you know. That's really amazing. Well, especially when uh, you have a university located in your town. Um, you know, you have athletic opportunities. You have cultural opportunities. Um, we've been to plays on campus. We've, um, we're season ticket holders for the, for the football games and – so, I mean, we are busy all the time just going to things relating to the university. So, um, yeah, Huntsville is a small town, and it's smaller than the town we came from. 
but we're close enough to Houston that if we need something from there, you know, it's just a, a short drive away. The Woodlands, of course, has grown tremendously since we've been here. And um, we have found that everything that we need, actually, um, we can get right here in the area. So it, it has not been a problem at all for, for us or our family. Um, that's, I mean, I, I definitely concur, especially now with the football team in the limelight in the mm-hmm. last two years. And now the baseball team is, you know, recent, just today was was in uh, Baseball America. You know, That's right. With, you know, for what they're doing right now, they're like, uh, this weekend they have a chance to clinch the Southland. And it's it's really interesting because of the fact that you know, being a you know, being a reporter, you know, I've you know, I've seen all these outside media coming in during the during the uh playoffs and I feel very lucky because oh, of the yeah. fact that I've been around this so much, you know, it's it feels more intimate. You know. That's true. And and that's one thing that I tell uh students all the time is that don't discount uh university public relations because Having a university, being at a university, working at a university, it's like its own small little city because you do. You have, um, you know, things going on all the time that, that you can cover and that um, that are interesting and, and creative. And, and it's one good thing about that is every September it's almost like a, a rebirth or a renewal when the students come in. And, uh, you know, different trends and different things. And I think that's one thing that's made my job so interesting for all these years. While I've never gotten bored or it's never been dull or, or stale, is every year it's, it's just a renewal. So um, I, would, I would say, you know, students think they want to work for a public relations firm or, you know, a, a big oil and gas company in public relations or things like that. But there, there are a lot of things to do at a university that will certainly keep your attention and, and keep your ideas fresh and, uh, you know, technology. And there are just so many great things about working on a university campus. All right. And, of course, let me add, you know, ask about, uh, like, rec- it was recently that uh, you – well, the fact that uh, you, you know, having these relationships with, you know, media personnel, especially here in the Hunts, you know, Huntsville, like, you know, Small Town Newspaper, mm-hmm. you know, Huntsville Item, and then KSAM, you know, how how important is that to maintain that relationship with those with those entities? It is critical and vital to have a good working relationship with your local media, uh, no matter which area of public relations you're in. Um, for one thing, um, we we have a very strong element of trust. They know that the information I'm going to give them is as accurate as possible and that I am going to include them. I, I treat them like partners. They and, and they are. They are partners with anything that we do as far as publicity. Um, I depend on them to get the word out whenever we're in a critical situation. Um, they help me publicize things. 
and and I try to do my part as well and not inundate them with insignificant or meaningless things. You know, I I, I take. Whenever something comes out of our office, we have put a lot of effort and work into it to make it the best possible um, reporting that we can on our end. We we sharpen our skills. We uh, make sure it's written correctly in Associated Press style. Uh, we proofread each other's work to make sure that we don't have a bunch of misspelled words or, or grammatical errors. So, you know, we don't give them things that they have that make them work. By the time they get it, it should be in about as good a form as as they would do themselves. And that I mean that's really critical, you know, seeing the you know, the local media and, you know, you know, get it getting the information, you know, you know, seeing like for mm-hmm. example the items, seeing like how, like for sports, you know, they, you know, sometimes they, you know, if, you know, since it's small, they receive information from the, you know, the, the sports information department. Once the stories come out, you know, it it kind of saves them time and effort in a lot of ways. Right. And and let's uh, what what actually stands up for you during your time, you know, what event or events stands up for you? Um, they've been sev- there have been several. Um, of course, the one that probably made the strongest impression on me was when O Main burned. Um, that was, you know, something that was so unbelievable and and surreal. Even as we were standing there watching the building burn, it was just absolutely unbelievable it was it was such a symbol of the university such a um landmark that generations and generations and generations of students had identified St. Houston State University with and and even people in Huntsville you know um it it sat on top of the hill, and it was lit up, and you could see it from all over town almost. And when that happened, it was not only it was a tragedy, but it was heartbreaking. It was just so heartbreaking. And um, there were other stories that came out of it because um, – Austin Hall sat, you know, just a few feet away. And, of course, it was another very, very historic building. And to see the human chain of people with buckets, you know, pouring water on on Austin Hall to try to save it and keep it from burning, and then taking – there were two offices in there. The Alumni Association was located there at the time, as was military science. So there were, you know – historical records for years that people had kept because back then there were um, no computers, so everything was paper. And, you know, people were standing in line passing one file drawer to another person to to get him, you know, to preserve them. So that was probably the, the news event on campus that uh, certainly impacted me the most. Um, and then there have been other things. There have been, uh, you know, nice things like we've had a, a 
an 81-year-old student come back and get her bachelor's and master's degrees. And you certainly don't hear that very often. And just stories of students who are are first-generation students who are the first in their families to get their degrees. Uh, When the ring ceremony um, became a part of campus, that, that's that been so rewarding to see because a lot of our students are first-generation students. And that's the first ceremony um, that families participate in as a, their student is getting close to graduation. And to see the brothers and the sisters and the grandmothers and the uncles and the aunts and everybody come back for that, that's just been so heartwarming. So um, by far, by far, there are many, many more positive and uplifting stories that we have to tell, Um, stories about um, our alumni who graduated and and have been successful and then remembered their alma mater. And, you know, like Dan Rather, he has been so generous to the university, and he has never forgotten his roots. So, you know, being able to do stories about – him. Uh, Don Sanders is another person. There's just been so it's it's not just about students or about faculty. You know, it's it's the alumni and the friends of the university and the faculty and the administrators. You know, people who love Sam Houston State University and um, want to to see that the university is doing well and and have the uh, the students' interest at heart. That's really. Amazing. And, yeah, I definitely got to concur with that because, you know, like I'm, a, like I'm an alum, you know, at this university, like four, you know, four, almost four, I'll say four years ago, you know, four years, and it's an echo to say that it has given back to me, you know, mm-hmm. to me, especially allowing me to do this, you know, on a, you know, on a weekly basis and uh-huh. other, other stuff, you know, and that's, and I, and I can, Think of other alumni who has done, you know, you know, like uh, Patrick Slycomb, who you mm-hmm. know created like different videos, oh, yeah. you know, that has gone viral on YouTube, you know, for university. That's really amazing, and I really have admired that. And of course, uh, like of course, uh, like recently, like there was a special speaker series, and you, and then Compton was here. Uh-huh. Uh, what was what was that like in that in the short time that we have left? Sure. Um, well, that was wonderful for me. She's always been a role model of mine. Um, I have watched her um, on the news for many many years, and um, the fact that she was a working mother and was able to to balance, you know, a career and a family, and um, and be as as good as she was with reporting, um, to have her on our campus and be able to, um, as you know, I was able to moderate um, a press conference before she spoke, and just to hear her talk about some of her experiences, it was just, it was so rewarding to be able to meet in person, you know, someone who I admired in the profession for so many years. So, and, and that's another fun part of my job is uh, we've had many speakers on campus that uh, we've had press conferences with, uh, and, and to be able to talk to them kind of one on one, that's been very, very rewarding. Yeah, 
Definitely, I have to agree. Now, uh, now, where can we uh, find more of your, you know, work and different things like that? Well, um, I'm the editor of the Heritage Magazine, which um, goes to over 100,000 alumni and friends, and we have a digital copy online. Um, we also are responsible for the news and content on the Today at Sam website. Um, and then uh, my coworker, Jennifer Gant, she is responsible for the sliders that are on the main university website. So, and all of these can be access, uh, accessible from www.shsu.edu. Um, I would encourage people to go to that website and then just kind of thumb through the stories that we've done. The Slyer stories have a lot of uh, personal details as far as, you know, heartwarming stories and, and accomplishments and uh, things like that. Today at Sam is more the routine news. And then, of course, the Heritage Magazine, uh, we try to do a little bit of both with that. We, we feature um, faculty members and alumni, and then we also report on things that are happening on campus that would be of interest to people who are interested about Sam Houston State. Definitely. And, of course, I will have to give a little shout-out to Jennifer Gantz, who recently got her master's degree. Absolutely. Uh, She's She's worked very hard and been able to uh, – she worked full-time while she was going to school and balanced um, many, many responsibilities. And, and so she got her master's uh, last Friday, and we were all there to cheer her on. That's, that's awesome. Well, Ms. May, uh, thank you for joining me on today's show, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much, Siobhan. I've enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. Well, everyone, uh, that's you heard it. Uh, if you want to, uh, you know, the road to if you think you're going to, you know, go into college for a particular major, and you think that's what you're going to do, well, it could end up changing along the way, and that's what happens with our guest uh, Julia May. Well, guys, uh, that's it for today's show. Uh, Next week, I have uh, Thomas Cox. He is the Associate Professor of History. He's going to talk about uh, his uh, his uh, trip to China, and you know, and why it's important to gain an international experience. Now, for now for everyone, uh, thank you for joining me on today's show. Uh, be real and be independent. And one more thing, uh, you could go to my personal blog, www.shivaljohn.com to get my um, my behind-the-word uh, commentary of today's guest. Be real and be independent. Bye-bye.